Today is a very, very special day. Uh, we, as our CLC family, will be celebrating the baptism of Shruti. And so with that, um, I'll turn it on over to her um, to give her testimony. Hello. Um, wait, can everyone hear me okay? Okay. Hi, um, I'm Shruti. I've been a member of CLC since last January, and due to COVID and everything, it was difficult to get baptized until now. But I'm so happy and thankful to God that I get to be here. So I grew up um, in St. Louis, Missouri, to two loving parents. And I was raised in Hinduism, specifically um, a Hinduism-derived meditation movement. So I grew up with a lot of practices like yoga, meditation, things like that. And I remember from a young age, I had a strong sense of community and identity, but I had very few answers for life after death. Specifically, I remember I vaguely believed in this idea of reincarnation, but um, it occurred to me when I was nine that I didn't have a guarantee of if I would be able to see my mom or any of my loved ones after they passed away. And that struck me so much, just the reality of the impermanence of life. Um, my favorite book of the Bible when I came to Christ was Ecclesiastes, because it so thoroughly addressed this reality that we all come from dust and we're going to return to dust. But when I was young, I didn't really know the resolution, what happens afterwards, why are we here even, like, at all. And so, um, growing up, I decided to build my identity off of performance and work, and I sort of became more existentialist in my thinking, believing that if I could earn really good grades and be really successful, then that would make my life meaningful, and that's how people could remember me. And so I started off high school, really determined to like build this vision of success in my life and I started off just working really really hard but slowly my mental health began to deteriorate and I found myself exhausted all the time taking time away to think about the bigger questions of life would turn up in poor results in my grades because I wasn't spending as much time just working and working and that would make me feel regretful and so I kept telling myself, if I can't find joy, at least I'll find success. But I soon figured out that I wasn't really finding either. And it was because of this deep emptiness in my soul. No answers to the big questions that never will leave you alone if you have them. And so by the end of high school, I became very bitter. And I also started to try to go back to the spirituality that I had grown up with, thinking that it would answer all of my questions. But instead, I ended up on this path of trying to find detachment. I grew up with the teaching of detachment and learning to burn out your desires growing up. And I started to take it very seriously in hopes that my emotional pain would be solved. And I started to very consciously try to cut myself off from stronger more passionate emotions, desires, things like extreme joy or extreme sorrow, 
I became afraid of experiencing these strong emotions, and so I tried to cut them off completely, wondering if maybe this would be the path to enlightenment, something that I'd grown up learning was real and was worth attaining, but I didn't really have solid answers on how or if it was even real. Um, this eventually led to quite painful spiritual experiences, um, and I felt kind of like part of me knew that life was meaningful, that I wasn't supposed to cut myself off from some very basic desires, things like love for my mom or like wanting to have strong connections with people. But in order to basically escape strong feelings, I tried to cut them off anyway until eventually everything came to a head and I decided to kind of dive back into this very extreme emotional way that I had of living because it was better than living in this sort of grayscale that I had constructed for myself out of this false spirituality. And I turned away from religion and spirituality completely. Going into college, I decided to really just try to explore things on my own. Um, didn't work out too well without any thoughts of God. The day-in, day-out um, life that I was living of just trying to work really hard eventually got to me, and I started to search for spiritual answers again. This time, I had a roommate. Her name is Irene. Some of you might know her. She went to CLC for quite a long time. And slowly as I began to ask questions about God and God's existence, I would slowly reflect over conversations I'd had with Christian friends who would come to me in times of depression and sorrow. And specifically one I remember telling me when I had told him, like, I really admire your kindness and this sense of gratitude that you have. And he said that it didn't come from him, it came from God. And that struck me as interesting. I always thought that to have good qualities, you kind of work for them, right? You kind of have to cultivate them. And I didn't have this idea of the Holy Spirit working in you to bring about these changes in your life without you having to strive and strive and strive. And I thought about it for a long time, and then around November of 2019, um, my fear of death, which is something that had followed me throughout my life, came completely to a head, and I was forced to really just go running after answers. And I finally asked my roommate to take me first to her Wednesday night Bible study and then to her church. And I remember feeling the sudden feeling of just, this is home. I'm not sure exactly if I have all the answers now, but I know that I'm home. I know that this is a place where I can be safe from everything that had kind of tormented me throughout my life. And then that's how the story of how the Lord started to speak to me so clearly working in my life um, began. And I remember a man was handing out pocket Bibles on the street one day, and I was still a little bit a little bit turned off to the idea of religion or anything like that, but I just picked one up because I just knew that I needed it badly, and I started to read the Bible, and I started to slowly incorporate prayer, think about God, if you're real, <laughs> please reveal yourself to me. And of course, the Lord is faithful, and he did. I remember in that January of 2020, after going to church once, the Lord revealed himself to me, and I accepted Christ on that day. 
And um, being a disciple, as like many of you know, especially over quarantine, has posed many challenges. But the lesson that has always stood out to me is that no matter what hardships you're experiencing, whatever you're going through, the Lord is always incredibly faithful. He never has left you. He's never abandoned you. He never leaves us to face anything on our own. Whenever we just come to our knees before him, he will be there for us, and he will guide us to him in his own time. And yeah, that is my testimony of how God saved my life. Thank you. Another exciting part. Please have a seat. This morning, we have the honor and privilege to witness Shruti's defining moment to follow Jesus through water baptism. Baptism is a symbol of an outward expression of inward change. Going down into the water identifies us with Christ's death on the cross, his burial in the tomb, and rising out of the water connects us with his resurrection from the dead of a new life in Christ. Shruti, today you are making that step of faith and being obedient to the command of our Lord Jesus Christ to repent and be baptized. Hi, church. Um, I'm so excited for today. Uh, I have had the privilege of knowing Shruti uh, when she first came to CLC almost two years ago before COVID and um, we met at a college ministry event and had many bobas and Zoom calls and meals in between then, but something that really caught my eye the very first time I talked to Shruti was her fire for the Lord. Shruti, you are someone who just always seeks after the Lord, the presence of God, always wanting to learn more about who God is, always wanting to um, experience new things, um, and not just in your head, but really for yourself. And that has been encouragement to me and so many people around you. And I'm so, so excited for today. Not only are you the first person I've ever had the privilege of baptizing, uh, but you are a friend, a sister in Christ, and fellow worker for the kingdom of God. And so we are so excited to celebrate this day with you today. So, Shirdi, this is the moment we've been waiting for. So... To confirm your decision, I have three questions for you. Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and do you acknowledge him as your Lord and Savior? Yes. Do you have the assurance that God has forgiven you your sins, and do you desire to walk with him in newness of life? In the fellowship of the church, will you attempt to obediently do God's will and walk in his holy commandments all the days of your life? Now, Shruti, upon your confession of faith, and in obedience to our Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
Now, church, would you join me in praying for Shruti and uh, extend a hand towards her as we pray for her new life in Christ? Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for the celebration of new life. We thank you, Lord, that you are a God who saves and that you have saved Shruti. And that today there is no more condemnation because she is in Christ, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that from the very beginning of her life, you have been pursuing her, and you have been faithful in revealing yourself to her, that she might declare today that Jesus is Lord and Savior. God, we ask that you would bless Shruti in her walk with you, that every single day you would guide her steps, that she would continue to have that desire every single day to seek your presence to learn more and more about you, Lord, and that she would experience the love of Christ that is so wide and high and long and deep for all the days of her life, Lord. Be with her as she uh, ministers to the people around her, as she shares her testimony, she shares her faith, Lord. May you be working through her for your glory and for her good. Be with her always. We love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.